Welcome to It's Time for Truth, a ministry of Truth Family Bible Church in Middleton, Idaho. It's Time for Truth exists to glorify God through the edification of His saints in our local church and for the benefit of the church around the world. I am your host, Pastor Danny Steinmeier, and I am joined in studio with my good friend and fellow elder at TFBC, Jim Berg. Morning, Jim. How are you today? Doing great. The beard's coming in strong. We had a great family Bible study last night. We had three new families show up, and we had over 40 people there, so we're really excited about that. And then we've got Faithful Men on Saturday, which is uh, the men getting together and having pancakes and bacon and then studying It's Good to Be a Man, really understanding what masculinity looks like from a biblical perspective. So really excited for what's going on at Truth Family. Really excited. These are exciting times, so uh, this is a, a, great, uh, a great day for us. We've been looking forward to this for, for some time. Uh, Jim, would you uh, start us off with uh, just a few announcements for us? Yeah, we're excited. So the, our, our drop dates for this podcast is going to be uh, regular releases starting on Mondays. Um, we're also excited for our first podcast, but also our first conference that's coming up. Uh, it's called Volume 2. It's really around um, how science came through the Reformation and really increased and expanded. And we're really excited to have Pastor Manny Prayer come up for that. Um, it's going to be, let's see, it is March 17th. And again, it's volume two. You can go to our webpage, uh, truthfamilybiblechurch.org, and there's a registration link, so you can register for that. It's going to be in Meridian, Idaho, at uh, Meridian First Baptist Church. So we're excited for that. Yeah, we're really looking forward to that. Uh, on the website, if you just click the More tab... And under that More tab is the conference registration. And it would just be really, really helpful for those of you who want to join us for that conference uh, to just register. That way we can plan for uh, attendance as well as plan for the lunch on Saturday. So that'd be great. So thank you for that, uh, Jim. Uh, we want to start off by really identifying what this podcast is all about. And so we're looking forward to this first episode to kind of lay these types of things out. Yeah. So Danny, we've been talking about a podcast for a while, probably about six months so why do a podcast? You know, we really thought that this was a great opportunity for getting more content out to our church family. This is really a, a podcast that is for the ministry of Truth Family Bible Church. Just This is really just another opportunity for us to uh, have another chance to speak to and to get to know and to have opportunities for teaching uh, in the life of our church family. And so uh, really, this is unique programming as well. We think that this is actually something that is unique and useful for our church body. I don't know of another podcast that has the types of plans for what we have for a podcast ministry. And so um, I think this provides some value uh, in our agenda and what we are wanting to provide for the people of our church. Yeah, I love that we're doing it for the church. We're not interested in a brand. We're not interested in building a following. You and I listen to a lot of podcasts, and we understand that. But the value of this is really focused on how do we bring things and ideas and teaching to the church in a way that's accessible. Absolutely. And really, the podcast platform is made for learning and for conversations. I mean, that's really its bread and butter. Uh, and so without having you know excessive commercials, 
uh, like the radio does uh, without um, those, just the sound bites of clips here and there. The ability to have a long format conversation and to have the ability to provide clear and uh, f complete thoughts on subjects and to bring uh, teaching, I think that's really a valuable platform. And then the accessibility of it, right? I mean, to access a, a podcast, to access teaching and people from our church 24-7 is really uh, an amazing thing, and we really want to take advantage of that opportunity that people can actually listen to the podcast whenever and wherever they want to. And so there's a convenience factor for that. Um, you know, really, if you're struggling going to sleep, maybe it's just the sound of, of our voices that will, uh, will, will make, give you those Zs you've really been looking for. Uh, but maybe it's the opportunity to listen to something in the car while you're driving. Maybe it's working in the kitchen and you've got this on. Uh, there's just so many ways that make it convenient for everyone to be able to access uh, this type of content. So that, that convenience and the simplicity of the podcast format, I think, is really helpful. And then also, we, it's really important. I, I know Jim and I have talked about this. It's really important to us that we communicate that this is not a, this is not a replacement for life in the body. This is supplemental teaching. This is supplemental access to the life of Truth Family Bible Church. It is not a replacement for showing up on Sunday. Uh, we're really not interested in hearing that uh, you're listening to the podcast uh, as a, a part of Truth Family Bible Church, but you're really not coming to church. The idea is this is to supplement and to add to, uh, not really to replace. And so this is meant to improve our life in the church and not as a substitute for it. Yeah, this is learning. Discipling is one-on-one -on -one or in a group. It, it cannot replace that face-to-face. -face. So it's great for learning and listening, but it can't replace that face-to-face -face time when you're sitting down across for somebody or going to the church or going to a Bible study with other people. So not absolutely. meant for that at all. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's make sure that we uh, understand really what this is all about. And so we want to get into our philosophy a little bit as well. Uh, Jim already mentioned this. I just want to dovetail with that. This, this is ministry. Uh, as Jim said, we are not seeking to build our own brand, um, whether, really personally. This is, this is really about um, how we continue to find ways to minister to the people of Truth Family Bible Church. And uh, so this is on ministry time, as it were. This is part of our week, and this is not a hobby or a brand-building exercise. Um, and so this fits, again, with our understanding of our pastoral goals of teaching and of shepherding the flock. Uh, this is for the benefit of our church, and uh, you know, and if it, if it goes out into the broader world, if the universal church is benefited by it, uh, we're certainly grateful for that, and we're, we're open to that potential, but that's really not our primary focus. Uh, if this remains an extremely small and obscure podcast that really only the people in our church listen to, we're fine with that because it's really for our local church. Danny, what about money? We've seen other podcasts that advertise and they have ways of collecting money. What does that what does that look like for us? No, great question. So, we've talked about this a little bit um, before, and and we've kind of recognized that in some other podcasts and and other podcasts with pastors as well. So we've had to kind of wrestle through this a little bit. Um, so many of them are having sponsors and advertisers and you know commercials in the middle of their podcasts and. At this point, that's not something that we're interested in really pursuing. Um, however, we could see that welcoming support or sponsors uh, from those really outside of, of our initial intended audience uh, could be beneficial. But our aim is, to, is that any, any resources or support uh, sponsors that we would get would really, that, that's 
that money belongs to Truth Family Bible Church. Um, and like I said, we said, this is not about uh, Danny and Jim building our own side gig, you know, our own brand that we're uh, trying to line our own pockets with. Because this is ministry, uh, anything really that is related to any financial uh, support that comes in, uh, again, at a later point, this is not something really even on our radar right now, but it, it's certainly something that could be possible in the future. Um, that, though, is is belongs to Truth Family Bible Church, and it really should be supportive of the technology and the ministry of the podcast first, and then beyond that to whatever uh, ministries of the church that uh, that we want to continue to support. And so that that's going to be re- uh, regulated, as it were, by you know the elders and the deacons uh, in cooperation as we uh, as we see that in the future. But for now, that's really not really our effort. Uh, we're not really focused on that because it's not about our brand. It's about um, be, 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 having ministry that we are uh, pursuing. Yeah, and back to the uniqueness. This is for Truth Family. That is always going to be our focus you know that that's what we want it to be and anything peripheral to that could happen let's address it when it happens but the goal even if that happens is to stay focused on our church family and how we can bring them resources and things that are valuable for them and certainly we recognize that our church family is like many other churches and uh, christians around the world to where when our our church family is benefited many others outside of our church could be benefited as well but most of that is all is going to be about um, how the people in our church are benefited, and as they share it, and as the word spreads, then perhaps a, a broader audience could be found, and, and then we'd want to be uh, good stewards of, of that uh, time and resource as well. So we'll see how that comes down the road, but that's really our, uh, our effort and our philosophy kind of behind the podcast in terms of uh, the financial elements of, of podcasting. So speaking of Truth Family, Danny, tell us a little bit about Truth Family. Who are we? Give us a little bit of the history, the background, and kind of where we are today. So Truth Family Bible Church uh, is a newer church plant. Uh, we have been working at this for uh, right about four years, um, which is just pretty amazing where the Lord has brought us in this short amount of time. And uh, we are a church plant from Meridian First Baptist Church, and we are uh, just super grateful to where we are today. We, we started off as a Bible study that met in a home in Middleton, and from that uh, position and as things were growing in that Bible study, we decided to go ahead and move the church, uh, or move towards a planting a new church, and so we moved the Bible study to uh, Sunday evenings. And in our first conversations, just we thought it made sense that we would move from a Bible study format to more of a church style format, uh, with preaching and and singing in, in a manner that would provide an opportunity for people to see if this is becoming a church. This is what you would expect to see in, in large part from, uh, from our church. And so we started uh, preaching. Providentially, there was a water break in the house where we were going to meet uh, the week of our beginning, and so we had to find a place to rent. And uh, when we found the place to rent at the trolley station, it was uh, really super nice. It was very uh, accommodating, and we really liked it. And so we, uh, we never went into the house for the uh, beginning of the church plant, and we just uh, rented to begin with, and uh, and so we did that for two years, and in that uh, in that process, as things were progressing with uh, our our sending church, and just the process of getting a new church plant off the ground, I was working full time at, at at that point, and so um, uh, but after two years and with some offerings that we were taking and the savings that we were getting, as well as from a large offering that was uh, given to us by our sending church. We were able to launch out um, in December, excuse me, it was January, first Sunday of January, I think that was 2021, 
uh, that we uh, that we launched out doing morning and evening services. And uh, it was in April of, of 2021 that uh, I was able to uh, quit my my day job and, uh, and my 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 secular job, as it were, and uh, become the full time pastor of True Family Bible Church. And so, it's just been a wonderful uh, slow growth process to begin with. It's become uh, more more quickly growing in the last couple of months, but um, it's just uh, it's just been wonderful. And just about our church a little bit. One of the key elements of our church is uh, is really the closeness and the the hospitality that we have towards people that, that come, our desire to uh, to get to know one another, to be in each other's homes, to live life together. Um, it's really something that seems to be distinguishing from a lot of other churches in that when people come as visitors, uh, you, you'd be hard-pressed to escape without people coming up and talking to you, and not just simply saying hi and then walking away and you know, just giving you a smile, but really actually reaching out and asking you, getting to know, asking you questions, getting to know you, uh, being welcoming and inviting. Many people have shown up at our church and uh, they're invited to lunch the same day, those types of things. And just our, our desire to um, be a place that, that welcomes and uh, embraces and gets to know people and, and pulls people in because this is not a hit and run church. Show up on Sunday for an hour and leave and you know, and then only just show up the next the next week and hope to just really be anonymous. That's not really the way it works at our church. Yeah, I mean, that's impossible to do at our church. And I think, you know, we don't have a lot of what I'll call ministries or programs during the week or even on Sundays that conflict with that. Because we're family integrated, because we've got everybody in there worshiping together, essentially when service ends, fellowship begins. And it's a beautiful sight to watch. And even... People don't get in clicks. We see people moving around from group to group and really getting to know new people, and and we're very blessed to have that at our church right now. Yeah, so it's very exciting. Absolutely, really. What what makes the church is is the people of God who uh, get a a sense for a high view of God and worship, and a desire for discipleship and living life in the body um, as God has called us to in His Word. And so that's something that's really special, and that's really makes why makes it important for us to uh, do what we do for the benefit of that body. Um, we really want to see everyone grow and be united together, and you'll see that as we talk about uh, some of our format and uh, agenda. Yeah, and that really moves us into what is our teaching and liturgy. So Danny, tell us a little bit about kind of what that looks like and what makes us unique. I don't think we're trying to do anything special. I think we're just really focused on a high view of lordship, a really high view of worship on Sundays, and how do we continually look at making that better and better and stronger and stronger for God. Yeah, a key element of our church life on, on Sundays is uh, really the, that element of high view of God and worship, and uh, we're not seeking to be entertaining. We're, we're just, we really have a simple um, format for our worship services. Our, our, our goal is to emphasize the, the Word of God. Our, we have a lot of Scripture that is entwined in our in our service, and, and we've really grown to love that uh, even more. So one of the key, f- I, I've evangelized this quite a bit with a lot of other pastors as well, and I tell them about how much scripture we actually read out loud as a body. And pray. I would say the prayers, you see the, the, the men getting stronger in their prayer as they pray scripture as part of the different services, offerings, and things like that. So it's a beautiful thing you and I were talking about that. Yeah, no, prayer is a is a big part of our element. We, we really try to 
uh, do well every element of what a corporate worship service is supposed to be. And, uh, and we're, we've actually even more recently incorporated uh, singing more psalms, and I, I'm really excited about that. I think that's a, a, a great improvement in addition to our worship services uh, to go along with the hymns that we sing. We want to be psalm singers as well, and, uh, and I'm really liking the music that has uh, come along with that. Um, I think there's been a lot of improvement in singing psalms more, even more recently. This is the, the hymnal that we are utilizing, I think it was a 2010 uh, uh, Psalter, and so we're really, uh, really grateful for that. So, uh, and then emphasizing, of course, the, the preaching of God's word, and uh, and then, of course, like you said, th- that fellowship element. So, uh, really, the key elements of what Scripture describes for uh, life in the body and for uh, worship is uh, is what we try to highlight and emphasize in our in our corporate worship gatherings. Yeah. So we we list expository preaching, but Danny, I'm going to embarrass you a little bit. Tell us about your style of preaching and kind of how you are constantly integrating not only lordship, but the worldview and application of that to the body of Christ. It's very unique, and I'm, I'm, we're very blessed to have you. Well, thank you, and I, I really have tried to work through an understanding and try to communicate, because I, I do occasionally receive some comments or uh, some interest in perhaps a little bit of a, a difference or um, maybe somewhat unique. It's not really unique historically, but it's um, in terms of the way I, I seek to preach. And and you already wove in those ideas uh, in, in your question. It's this idea of worldview and application. Uh, my, my goal in preaching is certainly to be expositional, and expositional is really just speaking to the matter that the, that, that, that the text is what drives the message, that, that, it, that, that the message comes from out of the text of Scripture. And so it is to be the Scripture that drives the, uh, the agenda, it drives the message, um, but out of that scripture, it, it, scripture is timeless. Scripture is meant to be uh, valuable and understood in every era and every generation. And, and while there's going to be nuances of application in each era, we want to. Therefore, we need to highlight those and and try to seek to apply those things with a biblical worldview in mind. And so we want to, uh, in, in in the preaching of the word, certainly understand it in its historical. Uh, literal grammatical context; those are that's very important, and that's uh, I don't mean to minimize that whatsoever. Um, but I think in a lot of what passes today for expositional preaching uh, is more Bible trivia than the recognition that this needs to be taken and translated into active Christian living in our daily lives. And so uh, that's a, a big element of of why I try to make connections to the truth that is in the text and to apply them to the various uh, sins, uh, the various concerns and worries, um, the various ways that we can be obedient to the Lord and, and work out our salvation with fear and trembling, as the Scripture calls us to. Um, I try to bring those into and weave them into the message. Yeah, it's great. And we've all heard expository preaching, so sometimes it's better to describe what Danny is not. It's not a three-point sermon with three points of application and then a takeaway at the end. It's it's constantly integrated so that you're constantly being challenged by God's word as he's going through the sermon. It's beautiful. So we're very blessed. Well, good. Well, we want to talk also a little bit about more about our starting uh, agenda, and we've already kind of teased a little bit about some of those things. Um, but when it comes to our agenda for this first season of the It's Time for Truth podcast, we really want to begin with talking about the distinctives of our church. And so um, if you go out to our website even at truthfamilybiblechurch.org, you'll see on there a tab for our distinctives. 
And so we just have some small explanations of what those are. And we thought that it would be valuable for us to uh, discuss those. Some things we take for granted, some things we might make assumptions on, some things we've talked about in the past uh, in, in bits and pieces perhaps, or there's been some sermon series, for instance. But uh, we thought this would be a great format to try to uh, highlight these uh, distinctives. And so the first one is uh, the Lordship of Christ in a Biblical Worldview. So we plan in our uh, next episode to begin to speak to uh, that particular issue. And then the second one, uh, of course, is expository preaching. And I'll try to expand on that a little bit more. I already uh, emptied my gun a little bit and, uh, and, and teased out a little bit, but I'll, I'll try to expand on that a little bit more. The next one is going to be the five solas, uh, the five solas of the Reformation. Uh, we really want to um, highlight those. We, we believe that those are uh, distinctive for us um, because they are foundational uh, to what it means, uh, we believe, to be a, a faithful church in the line of the Reformers who have who recovered the gospel and, uh, and stood on the proper foundation of the Scripture and uh, just identified really where we need to plant our flag, as it were, in, um, in the Christian world. And then uh, the next one is going to be uh, Tulip, uh, also the, known as the Doctrines of Grace. Um, I, I did do a, a preaching series on that uh, Sunday evenings, and um, uh, we'll, we'll just try to highlight those things. We'll spend a, a podcast uh, on, on each of those Doctrines of Grace and, and really just, again, highlight those and bring those forward for us. We already talked a little bit about uh, we're a hymn-singing church. We want to um, identify that really in, in, in the context of recognizing that much of the modern evangelical church has, um, has moved away from the hymns. Uh, you, you hit to that a little bit earlier, Jim, this idea of the reality that we're not trying to do anything that's, uh, that's really new. We actually are really trying to anchor ourselves in the old paths of, of Christianity. We, 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 we're, not, we're not trying to be cool. Uh, we're not trying to be inventive or new. We're really just trying to uh, be faithful. And uh, many of the, much of that faithfulness is going to be found in walking some of those old paths. Yeah, and if anything, I think that if if we have to lean on going one way or the other, we should go backwards where they've done it well. And so we talk about family integrated, um, very important concept because that's the way that it was. Fathers sat next to their sons with their daughters and their wives, and that's the way that church happened. And we just think that that is the right approach. Also, it allows you to teach up and preach up to the children, not down to their level. So you don't get into these categories of, oh, well, I've got a third grader, therefore I'm going to put him in this class or that class. No, they come in here, they hear God preaching, hear God's word, and then they learn it at home. Right. And that idea, that, that phrase, <clears throat> family integration, uh, my wife actually highlighted this for me and, and was pretty helpful for me to understand it and explain it. Family integration, sound, that sounds pretty new. It sounds pretty, I've not heard of that before. It sounds very inventive. Uh, it used to be just called church. Right. Exactly. That, 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 but you actually almost have to differentiate now the older ways with some some perhaps newer ways of of describing it, uh, because what I think the, a lot of the modern church ha has moved to, uh, I think has has caused some challenges with not just what we teach but how we teach. It's really important to kind of reorient ourselves, and that's what that family integration thing is about. And then that last one of in our distinctives is the abolition of abortion. We won't uh, we won't expand that out right now, but we really believe it's important that we stand up for uh, equal protection for those most vulnerable in our community, and that's really the unborn. Um, and so we want to uh, recognize the difference between a position of abolition 
and the position of the modern pro-life industry. I like to refer to it as big life. And uh, we're not, we don't want to be part of big life. We want to see uh, abortion abolished. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more and identify the differences of that. Yeah. So apart from our distinctives, which we're going to go through, and that's great because then everyone has access to them. What are the other things that we're thinking about in terms of the podcast? What other formats or content or people do we think about bringing into this? This is, I think, really exciting. And another element of why I think this has a unique, um, a, a unique value for the people of our church. And, and that is that we want to have conversations with uh, various people. Now, a lot of podcasts today, the, the goal is to try to find someone with a, a name, with a, a recognizable name, a big platform. And, and there's value to that. that there, there certainly can be great conversations with godly uh, leaders and individuals. Some of them are newsmakers, et cetera. And, and we'll definitely seek to do some of that as, as it's available to us. So we'll have people from the outside, of course. But I think there's a great opportunity for us to get to know each other at Truth Family Bible Church by, uh, for instance, interviewing and, and getting to know personally uh, your elders and your deacons, as well as the people that are... are fellow congregants and members of Truth Family Bible Church to get to know one another by hearing the testimonies of uh, people in the church, to hear what God has done in their lives, to hear about their vocation. Uh, I think there's also value there for uh, creating interest that um, perhaps you might find in listening to someone from the church talk about their life and their interests and where they're at and so forth, that it allows other people in the church to realize, oh wow, what a, what a, great God honoring story of their life. Uh, maybe they, you find out that these people, these people have interests and hobbies and um, ways that they can bless the church that you didn't think about or didn't know about. And you might say, hey, I want to really get to know this person because you listen to them on a podcast. And, and the accessibility of the people that you hear on this podcast will, um, is, is there for you during the week and on Sundays. That's, uh, that's really, I think, a value that, uh, that we can bring. And it just allows people to get to know one another, get to know their church family. I think it adds to wisdom too, Danny, because you've got, now you've got a person that you know has a background in this that has years of experience doing this, and all of a sudden they're telling you something and you're going, wow, this person has the experience and the knowledge for that. And all of a sudden you take that and you're wiser with your decisions because you've gotten to know that person better. So I think there's a lot of value in that. I agree. I, actually, that's one of the things I'm really excited about. And of course, we'll have the opportunity for teaching. So uh, dealing with subjects, uh, particular biblical topics. I think the, that this is a great platform for those conversations and discussions or uh, or monologues, depending on what the case may be, uh, as well as dealing with current events. I, I think there is some value. There are other podcasts that that's their primary focus, and uh, they certainly have a, a place. And, and I think there's value in our people also hearing from the perspective of their elders a biblical understanding of the matters that come up in in real everyday life in the news in the world and um, i think there's uh, going to be time we're not going to cover everything uh, but there might be some things that are really important that we would be uh, remiss in not talking about and so we want to make sure that we uh, utilize this platform to bring about a biblical worldview perspective uh, for the people of our of our church and how about hearing from our church or hearing from people that are listening to it as, as they're out there listening to the podcast? We want to get their feedback. So how do we go about doing that? 
Well, yeah, we talked about this before we started recording today. I, I think this is another opportunity for value for the people of our church. And again, it certainly it can have value for the, for the broader church uh, as well. And that is, we want to actually receive and uh, respond to listener questions. And so this would be a, a, a great opportunity for you to interact with and to hear answers to uh, maybe questions you've been wrestling with for a long time. Or maybe it's a question about something we said and you want us to clarify or whatever else. But uh, there's uh, potential for doing some Q&A episodes, or perhaps it's maybe a, a short particular uh, question that we can answer, um, just filling it in as part of our regular podcast uh, series. And so uh, if you want to ask us some questions and you want to hear us address those, uh, we welcome you to uh, interact with us. And so if you want to email us at truthfamilybiblechurch at gmail.com. Yes, we spelled it all out, all those letters, truthfamilybiblechurch at gmail.com. And just put in your subject line podcast question. That way we can sort them out and we can then uh, address them perhaps in a, a future episode. So be, be patient with us. You know, we do want to uh, perhaps compile them and work on them as we, as we already do have a, a series or a season of podcasts planned. Uh, but we do want to be able to receive those questions and then be able to uh, address those at a, a later episode. So but we l would love to hear from you, and we want to be able to answer those questions. And then finally, so Danny, you and I are blessed. We, we see a lot of uh, information that's out there that we go through. We listen to other podcasts. We read a lot of books. I'd say when I retired from vocation and went into ministry full-time, uh, the one budget area that I missed was my book budget by, by far. Um, I'm consuming a lot more content now. And some of that is driven by the guys that were around. They really bring enormous amount of value in the resources. And so what what do you think in terms of resources that we can actually recommend that we bring out? And you've got to be careful with that. So, Well, we think that this is the platform to be able to, do, to bring those to our people, right, is the ability to say, hey, you know, we're really benefiting from some of these other ministries or other uh, books or podcasts, uh, other places to get sermons or content. And so uh, this would be a place for us to be able to recommend things like that. And so you'll, uh, you'll hear us recommend podcasts and sermon platforms, books, uh, other types of things that as they come available to us. Now, feel free to share things with us so we can, we can check out. But ultimately, this is a place that we can actually bring those to the body and, uh, and recommend um, for them to, to consider in terms of their content. And then the cautionary tale, you know, I always say this, you know, your pastor is preaching to you. So when you listen to a sermon from another pastor, he is not preaching to the audience that's listening to it. He's preaching to his congregation. That's really important. And even with some of these podcasts, we've started listening to some and they're really good, but they can't replace discipleship. They can't replace church. They can't replace that face to face because sometimes they'll start off good and then they'll move in a direction that we don't think is healthy. And so just be careful as you're listening to content and We'll do the same. That's really important. This is to stimulate greater life in the body of Christ. Exactly. Right? So th hopefully this encourages you to really dig in deeper, to get more involved, uh, to get to know and to love the body of Christ uh, far more. And uh, that's, that's really our aim. And so we hope that that's something that uh, encourages you and that you will continue to be a regular listener of uh, It's Time for Truth podcast. And so... Um, Looking forward to what the future holds. I think this is an exciting day for us, our first one, and we're looking forward to all the content that we're able to bring in the future. Well, that's all the time for 
for truth that we have for today. Uh, We thank you for joining us, and, and until next time, we hope that you will grow in your love and commitment to Christ as we are sanctified in the truth. God's Word is truth.